Good afternoon and thank you for joining me again for Business, The Law and You. Julian Campbell here and we've got another exciting show for you lined up this week. A bit later in the program we're going to have a look at uh, one of our Harvard Business Review tips. This particular one is Simple Meditation Can Make You a Better Leader. We're also going to be having our chat with uh, Christina on innovation. Particularly we're going to look at uh, allocating your time to get more results. But right now we're going to have a chat with uh, Gavin Hanrahan, a managing partner and lawyer, about casual employees in your business. Good afternoon, Gavin. G'day, Julian. Thank you for uh, joining us today. Uh, so what is a casual employee? Well, Julian, traditionally there have been two types of employees. Those that work regular hours, who are called part-time and full-time employees, and those who work irregular hours. And those that work irregular hours have been known as casual employees. Mm. There's been quite a bit of discussion about it on the on the TV recently, um, and I, it was something to do with this uh, decision by Workpack Proprietary Limited versus Skeen, which yeah. uh, sent shockwaves through the business community. Why was that? Well, I, I mentioned before that traditionally there'd been two types of employees. When the Fair Work Act came in in 2010... Um, it created a whole new award system um, and uh, and related to the award system registered agreements, which they call enterprise agreements. And these uh, awards and agreements uh, have to be approved by the Fair Work Commission. And, um, and many of the awards and the agreements uh, include a, a definition of casual employee which is as simple as this, a person that is engaged and paid as such. Mm. In other words, mm. paid as such means paid the casual loading. Mm. Mm. So what, and then what happened, so that, that, was, that was brought in, in those awards, and then there were some decisions made at the full bench of the Fair Work Commission uh, where they were saying that um, uh, a, a casual employed like that was a casual, got the loading, um, which, which compensated for, for those, those usual entitlements of a permanent employee, and therefore that, that those types of casual employees weren't entitled to uh, notice of termination, weren't entitled to annual leave, uh, and, and similar, similar uh, entitlements. What happened with WorkPAC was... The, 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 and WorkPAC was a decision of the federal court, the full federal court, mm. not the Fair Work Commission... And it said, yes, we, 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 we know those decisions have been made, but, but we say the national employment standards, and you may recall, Julian, from when the Fair Work Act came in, there's these, these fundamental rights that employees have called mm. the national employment standards. Mm. One of those standards is to annual leave, and the, and the scheme, the work pack and scheme case was around annual leave. And it says that, that the division in the Fair Work Act around annual leave says, words similar to this, this division applies to all employees other than casuals. Okay. Now, now, and, and, the, and what the, the full court said is that's casuals in its traditional definition. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because... Um, because um, 
in, in the in so so just going back to the awards the awards say a person can be a casual if they they are in, engaged and paid as such that person may then work um, for, uh, may work 25 hours may work 38 hours mm. and may work regular hours the the the, 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 the fair work commission seemed to be suggesting that it didn't matter the hours they worked and the regularity of them as long as they were called a casual agreed between the employer and the employee that it was a casual they were paid the load but they were a casual um, so what and so so skeen the decision in skeen says well that's all very well but if they come within the common law traditional definition of casual then they're entitled to annual leave mm. notwithstanding they've they've already been paid the 25 percent loading so that the shockwaves really come because there's the potential for employees in that situation who have been paid the 25% loading essentially to double dip and, uh, uh, and, and uh, be paid their, Leave as well. uh, their accrued entitlements as a permanent employee, if you like. Would many businesses be engaging these type of permanent casuals? I think there would be a significant number of them ah. uh, because um, look, that... that uh, those decisions that have been handed down by the Fair Work Commission um, um, tended to support that approach being uh, taken. I think there would be a lot of employees uh, engaged that way. Julian, there were plenty of employees engaged that way prior to the Fair Work Act. This, this oxymoron of permanent casual, yeah. uh, it's been around for a lot of years. Yeah. It, 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 it was always a problem for employers because they could, you know, they could get caught out with it. Uh, but a lot of employees just like... Like, like the casual rate, and and uh, and they, you know, seems to me a lot of employees are willing participants. In so, so do you have any plans by the Morrison government to address this issue? My understanding is that they're contemplating bringing in some uh, regulations hmm. to prevent double dipping. Hmm. So, essentially, I, I'm, I'm assuming what that will mean is that the employers will be able to offset any. Uh, entitlement or set off, if you like, any entitlement that the employees may have, um, uh, um, off, offset that entitlement um, from the loading that they've paid or part of the loading that they've paid the employee. Mm. Now, the issue for employers um, is going to be whether they can can um, identify what part is a loading, um, and that you know, if an employee, if an employer has employed someone and and just put them on an hourly rate, mm, mm. which absorbs the 25% loading, but it's just, just referred to as an hourly rate, uh, without any identification of the, the part of it that's the loading, um, uh, that, that employer may have a problem with the, with the offsetting if it comes in. But, but it's my understanding that the Morrison government is going to look at introducing some uh, regulations that will prevent double dipping. So watch this space. In the interim, what yeah. can businesses do to protect themselves? Well... Um, those who are contemplating employing um, permanent casuals, um, I think you should think twice about doing that mm. um, in, in, in the current uh, climate. Uh, climate. Uh, those, but if you if you say, well, yeah, I've just got to do it, um, make sure you you clearly set out what the hourly the, the, the normal hourly rate is and what the loading is, and further, if you can say, well, look. The annual leave component of that loading is 10%. The personal leave component of that loading is a certain percentage. The more mm. you can sort of 
demarcate between the different entitlements, I think the better position you will likely be in in terms of any offsetting. If, if you then get the offsetting right, mm. then I think you'll be in a better position. For those who have current employees, I think I'd be inclined to just um, watch this Wait space. Because it is a, yeah, because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a live issue and the business community is in there asking for it to be corrected. And quite frankly, it needs to be rectified. There needs mm. to be some clarity. Great. Well, thanks for your time, Gavin. Um, you have a good Christmas and we'll probably have a catch-up with you in the new year to find out what the Morrison government's doing. Thank you, Julian. All the best. Thank you. Bye-bye. Gavin Hanrahan there with, uh, yeah, it's, uh, as he said, thrown a few shockwaves through the business community. Time to pop over and have our chat with Christina. Good afternoon, Christina. Good afternoon, Julian. How are you? I'm very well. We, we In small business, we have a, a lot of time or a lot of time stretched. So we're going to talk about uh, allocating our time to get results. Yes, we will. And the first thing I'd like to say about that is um, at the moment, most people are going, oh, my God, where's the year gone? Hasn't it gone quickly? You know, we didn't get done what we thought we'd get done. And my advice to that is if we actually stopped wondering where time vanished to and instead use it wisely, um, then, we're, then we're way ahead. We all have the same 24 hours, yeah. um, the same 60 minutes in each hour. It depends on your attitude going into it. So if you're going into something rushed, the time goes quicker. Um, for whatever perceptive reason, uh, but it's it's also about allocating time. So one of the best ways, and and it's different whether you're working as a as a solo entrepreneur or whether you're working in a team. So if you've got a small team, huddles are the best way to start the day or the week huddles. or every second day. Huddles. So it's a stand up meeting, quick stand up meeting, and people go, "This is what I'm working on today," and. This is what I really need help with. I'm, I'm managing all these other things, but I've got a bit of a blockage in this in this um, item here. Can anyone help? And quite often, there's someone else in the team because they're distanced um, from the problem that you're having. They can come up with a very quick solution. So huddles are a, are a really good way to start. Um, you know, each day, every second day, once a week, whatever suits the management of, of the team. Project management tools are really useful. My favourite one at the moment is Slack because you can put so many different um, tasks on it. So people like you and I who work with a variety of clients, Slack works as a, as a really easy tool to, to divide between different clients. But if there's a project management communication um, system, it saves a lot of um, unnecessary emailing for starters. What I, the other thing that I advise everyone to do is to actually allocate time. So that even means I'm going to allocate one and a half hours on a Thursday morning for emails. I know people who, um, who actually don't answer emails in the morning because morning is their most productive time. You figure out when it is that you're the most productive, the most creative, and potentially you block out that time for other tasks, not emails. When you're having some of those slower moments through the day, they're a really good time to go through um, emails and I'm not saying answer high-value emails in that mm -hmm. time. What I'm mm -hmm. saying is go through your emails, categorise them so that when you do need to do something that's of high value, it can then be programmed in your, in your high-value time where you are your most creative. Um, I think one of the other things uh, for me is if you're working in an office situation, there's a couple of organisations um, that, I, that I work with that have what we call uninterrupted time. So you know how people um, within organisations can go and have conversations with other people or ask their advice or, you know, um, have a conversation about the same client. In these couple of organisations, they work 45 minutes of each hour uninterrupted. So if I have a question for you, in that 45 minutes, I can't approach you. Mm. As soon as that 45-minute period is over 
and we're in a 15-minute open communication session, everybody can go and talk to anyone else. It's a really nice state changer. Uh, we know that our communication, uh, sorry, not our communication, our concentration span is quite limited. So even if we've been working on a task uninterrupted for 45 minutes, it's actually good to get up, stretch Have your legs, go and do something else. Yeah, And, um, and it's a bit like an open door, closed door policy, isn't it? That's right, without actually opening and closing the door, which can feel mm. quite, you know, confining or, or, or not a really nice message to send out to people. But it's just respectful, um, mm. and it means that you can get in a zone for that amount of time, do the allocated tasks that you need to do, uh, and then be available to people uh, and have a, you know, even if it's just a casual conversation with someone, which is really nice. But allocate time, allocate, allocate, allocate. It's not just a matter of goal setting, you know. We sit there and we go, oh, yeah, our plans for the new year, and then the new year comes and... You know, everybody kind of goes, well, that lasted a couple of weeks. Start allocating blocks of time in diaries now for things to that to you want to accomplish next year. Yeah, and uh, Elon Musk actually says we should be working 80 hours a week anyway. 80. 80. That's, what, that's, his, that's his policy, but I think, that's, okay. I think that's a little bit too much, personally. I think it might be. Sometimes I feel like I'm working 80 well, or 90 hours a week. I know there are weeks when we do do that, but you're not on, not on average, certainly not on average. Yeah, great. Well, thanks no, for your time. It's not good for your health. Thank you for your time. We'll uh, have a, our final chat for the year next uh, Thursday. Well, I look forward to it very much. Have, see you next week. Have a great week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Christina there with some thoughts on allocating time to get results. Uh, yeah, these ideas have been around for a long time, but sometimes we just uh, get so busy we forget about them. Time for one of our Harvard Business Review tips. As I said earlier, this one's simple meditation can make you a better leader. You can't be a good leader without self-awareness. Knowing who you are lets you better understand what you need most from other people. One of the simplest and most effective ways to develop it is to meditate. Yes, meditate. Meditation improves you your moment-by-moment moment awareness by having you focus strongly on inhaling and exhaling. But it doesn't need to be formal or ritualistic. Greater clarity can also come from regular moments of pausing and reflecting. Try to gain a greater awareness by finding a few seconds to focus on your breathing maybe before you sleep or when you have doing mundane tasks and asking yourself, what am I trying to achieve? What am I doing that is working? What am I doing that is slowing me down? And what can I do to change? So some interesting thoughts there. And I came across an interesting uh, comment in the news the other day, which I think is important because it relates to some of the things we talk about. It said that uh, small business disputes involving the courts cost an average of $130,000. A report by the Ombudsman Kate Carnell of 1,600 business owners found that 22% had been involved in legal dispute in the past year and almost all those disputes were with another business. 44% were about delay, a delay in payments or not being paid in full. Carnell said that the average $133,000 cost of being involved in a dispute meant it was really financially worth it for a business to chase payments. We've talked about getting paid before, haven't we? Well, thank you for being with me for the last half hour. I hope you've enjoyed the, poem, the program. In a moment, Jane Klein will be back with you with more of your easy listening favourites. Next week, we're going to chat about uh, uh, planning for the next year with digital advisor Kimberly Claire Campbell. We'll have a minute on innovation with Christina and some more business and legal news and views that might affect your business. 
I'd love your company again for Business The Law and You at the same time next week, the, yeah, the last one for the year. Until then, have an exciting and prosperous week. And as W. Clement Stone once said, um, defi- definiteness of purpose is the starting point of all achievement. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.